0: Hello and welcome to Module 8 podcast. This is the final podcast for the Global Solutions One course. The name of this week's module is Voices from the Deep. So what do we mean by Voices from the Deep? Well, by this stage in the course, we've looked at a number of different issues. We've been on quite a journey around the globe and all its issues at different levels of society and different places, different countries, some history, some analysis of all the different ways that these issues are connected. So by this stage in the journey, we really have developed quite a good idea about the situation for the world and the challenges we're facing going ahead. So. This can be somewhat overwhelming to see the scale of the challenges that we face and to consider how are we going to do something about it. Well, I think at this point it's really worthwhile to think about how that has been for people throughout history. There has always been challenges for humanity and some challenges are have been really great ones. and. At certain points in history, there's always been big social movements, progressive movements that have moved things forward for a lot of people, that have improved the quality of life for a lot of people. So where does this come from? So we know that a human being is a wonderful creature, complex, diverse, creative, imaginative, very capable of seeing different kinds of future, different ways of being and of experiencing all the layers of our reality, of existence. The most profound level being the universal, unbounded foundation of the individual consciousness. So it's always been part of the human experience to be able to experience our source, experience the source Of our own being our own existence and the source of all existence of all beings and to have that collective communion with life life is our source and we can experience that source so the individual can experience the universal and this is really a really important feature of humanity and about being human because the relative level of life, the surface level, the waves of the ocean rise and fall and we experience this through our life and all the demands that go with us and we are centred in the body and the body has its needs and has its imperatives. So as an individual we are subject to all these forces of change, the changeability itself things that come and go, and the great variety and diversity of life. Forces which are supportive to us, forces which are not supportive to us, that maybe hold us back, that drag us down. It really is a full spectrum of human experience. So for us, this ability to experience communion, union, peak experiences, to experience what would be called even mystical experiences is a very important aspect of our nature, of our being. It is from there that really we can say that we develop the more universal aspects and potentiality of a human being. We know that we are capable of individual love, which is focused between individuals, but there's also a universal version of that, which is compassion. And compassion is the universal aspect where we empathize, we feel, we are concerned for the welfare of others and for the rest of humanity. We know that through history there are great examples of compassionate human beings. They may be writers, they may be poets, they may be social reformers, they may be founders of some of the great religions. But what is the key characteristic between them is that they rise above their needs of their own individual ambition and nature and work towards the benefit of all, something universal, something that is a deep inspiration to others and really can cause huge waves of transformation in history. And we have seen this. So it is something that is very real. It's also something that we can locate in our own experience, that through our life at certain times, we can experience our connectedness with nature at a very profound level or with other people or with general humanity. We can experience the heightened experiences of compassion, of universal love. We can have perceptions that are Really coming from the universal aspect of our nature. uh, Perceptions that really perceive down to the deepest level of the reality of existence and being. These can be very powerful experiences and really be transformational for us. And we are in the game of transformation. Individual transformation. Transformation of the world. Shifting the world to a new paradigm, a paradigm that removes what we can see now, after all the analysis that we've done, is these huge structural imbalances that we still have in the way that we organise life on Earth amongst human beings. The massive imbalances that cause the problems, injustices, inequalities, human rights abuses, the devastation of our environment, the destruction of the oceans. It all really comes down to a massive imbalance that has to be put right. There is no alternative path for humanity. If we don't correct these things, then we will continue to destroy our environment, run out of resources. And resources or the, the seeking of resources has always been a trigger for conflict in human history. So we have to be very aware of the fact that if we continue down this path, it will give rise to conflict. And that conflict in the future could be on a very large scale and potentially very, very devastating. So we face this considerable challenge. And the nature of that challenge is to move away from structures that really are fundamentally competitive and work to the advantage of the few over the many and if you are analyzed and I think we have the way the world works we can see that still is substantially the case now there are millions uh, hundreds of millions of human beings who have experienced great advancement and progress in their lives and have a lot more freedom and choice and ability to pursue their dreams than ever before in history But interestingly, at the same time, we also have more people than ever before in history who live in impoverished circumstances and circumstances of very little choice and opportunity. So we have both things coexisting. And really, this is a a huge issue, a huge challenge for us, and we need to address it. Thinking about this final uh, module and how we are going to achieve this, We need to go back to our foundation as human beings. And our foundation is the very nature of our own consciousness and our own experience at the deepest level. It is from there that the great movements in history, the great progressive thoughts, ideas, perceptions come. And they are based on these very profound experiences and the capacity of a human being to really work beyond their own interests and work for the interests of all to experience the profoundest level of consciousness of compassion and that expanded state which connects us to all things and all beings. So I do think that it is from there that really there is a powerful foundation for the transformation that we need in this century. So for that reason, in the slide presentation, we consider the different aspects of this. The great leaders through history who created social reform and social movements. The great mystics in history. The great leaders, maybe in prophets, that established a religion. If we go back to the origins and really the experiences of the founders, we find that very universal message, that liberating message, that progressive message of improving the experience and future of humanity. So as you go through this, you can both examine the social reformers, the thinkers that there are, the nature of mystic experience that people are able to have in their everyday life, and profound experiences or peak experiences and to relate to this unbounded source of being, of humanity that really is a place from which messages come from the deep and they are messages and voices of transformation and we can all play a part in that and I think uh, what I am proposing is that this innermost nature. This foundational nature of humanity is really a key to bringing about transformation in the future. It needs to be non-exclusive in the sense that it's not promoting ideas of exclusivity as in my way is the way and your way is not the way. Needs to be inclusive of all humanity and perhaps also it needs to embrace Science, technology, and to unify all the creativity of humanity for the same purpose. The progress and betterment of all people on earth. The improvement of the human experience for all of humanity. The love and respect of nature and all life. That we do no harm to that life and we do not destroy it. the incredible alarming rate that we are wiping out life on earth in the oceans in the rainforests and so on our future depends on our respect of all that life of our protection and guardianship of life of the example that we set for the future in the way that we behave both in relation to our planet to nature to other human beings. I see no future in the current competitive model that is a race for resources and which, although it has led to some very progressive and great outcomes and has propelled tens of millions of people forward and have given them a better experience of life than most people in history ever enjoyed. That's a great thing. That is to be celebrated. That's a great achievement. And we know that it comes on the back of this massive increase in productivity but we also know that um, these challenges that we're facing have been getting more and more severe the clock is ticking that's for sure and i don't think any of us can turn away from this responsibility this task that we have to transform the world i don't think it should dominate every minute of our day we have our lives to live it doesn't mean that we still don't pursue our individual needs and ambitions and relationships and family and so on but I don't think we can do any of that anymore without also considering how what we do what we use how we live affects the rest of the world what I am saying is that really I think that we're in a process of a great awakening whereby we can no longer be blind to the effect of everything that we use and everything that we do, the true effect. Not what we're told, not what is marketed to us, not what the commercials say, which can be partly true, but hide a lot of the ugly truth. But we need to examine everything how a trainer is made, what it uses, what is the condition of the workers who make it, do they have enough to live on, to send their children to school? Do they have a future? Are we exploiting them by not giving them enough to have what we would expect for ourselves? In every way, in every form, in everything that we do, we need to shift now to a model that is sustainable and just and fair for all of humanity.